And now, back to David Spada and Elliot Harris for more sports and torts on TalkZone.com. Okay, Elliot, we got to deviate a little from what's going on. Roy Face, I think he's still in the bullpen warming up. Warming he can't up? come okay. in today. Well, we're pretty good at being deviates. I mean, at, uh, at deviating. It's been a busy couple days here. I mean, two days ago, mm-hmm. Tuesday night, I look at your Facebook page and I see... Uh, I forgot who it was. I think it was a guy from Nude Hippo put something Bill up. Bill McCormick. Bill McCormick put for, something up also there. Also does jaythejoke.com. And I saw, he said that you were let go by the Sun-Times, and I was shocked, and I hit my cell phone next to me. I didn't see your text and went through. What is going on here with the Sun-Times? Well, Bill said that that's proof that there's no God. I, I'm not 100% certain that that's an accurate statement, but uh, I am no longer employed by the Chicago Sun-Times, where I had worked since 1979 and where I, I had... Written the Quick Hits column since September of 1998 when it began, uh, when the then sports editor, Bill 80, had this brilliant idea of devoting a page for uh, entertaining, informative matter. Ron Rappaport, the columnist, occupied part of that page, and I occupied uh, the rest of it, and it it was a lot of fun. That page evolved, and I'd like to think I might have evolved a little bit as well along the way. In better times in the newspaper industry, uh, the space grew and grew and grew and uh, was almost two pages. And th- those were the good days of the newspaper industry before uh, the economy tanked. What was there? Did they give any reason what they, why they were doing this? Or? You're just laid off. I, I'm not sure... If they had given a reason that I would have believed whatever the reason was, you know. But people fought to advertise on that page. That was the number one page in the sports I know. Where, where's the Admiral Theater when I need him? <laughs> Damn. No. Uh, it was fun. I mean, the Tribune tried to copy it with Kaplan and with Fred Mitchell, but it was nowhere. They didn't have the girls in there. Just basically, they covered and, what was going on around town. And they town. didn't have this. They didn't give the space to uh, to Fred and Dave. You know, they they put them on the uh, agate page where I had the box scores and all the little results and things like that, and they gave them a, a, a very small spot to do that so that, for the most part, you found out uh, what athlete was eating at what restaurant, which really wasn't what I did, but if they wanted to do that, that was fine. No, you said what was going on around town. You'd have Cavalieri, what she was up to, other sports people, and then you'd throw in a beautiful woman every day. Yeah. It, it seemed like a fairly successful formula. I remember when I voiced reservations in the last year or so regarding the health of not just the Sun Times, but the newspaper industry in general. Uh, people would say, oh, don't worry. They'll never get rid of you. And if I had a nickel for every person who told me that, I'd have at least $1 more than I do now. Moe calls me yesterday because he was mentioning Feeder's article he did on you yesterday. How he was let go. He said, no, I wasn't let go. I don't have the time to do this anymore. He goes, the problem is is that sometimes Henry report going to Minnesota to cover the Bears, and my deadline was before the game, and I'm going, what am I doing here? Well, that that's one of the problems with the, the print portion of the newspaper industry. We live in an age of immediacy where people can tweet or send messages on Facebook or text stuff as it happens live once upon a time. You'd have to listen to the game or watch it on TV or something like that to know what's going on. And if you wanted to find out the result anyplace else, you waited till the next morning when the newspaper came out. Now, information is so uh, 
instantaneously accessible that uh, you, you have have to deliver it as quick as you can. And I am canceling my Suntime subscription. I suggest everyone else does because again, you I've don't heard, need the paper. I've heard I've heard a few people say that, and uh, the only reason I subscribe was because of you. Because when I could talk to Dave Olson, our producer, last week, when I read the Sun Times or Tribune, I'm getting the same story in both papers. It's like the same person's writing for both papers. And I told my wife yesterday, I said, why are we getting two papers anymore? And she said the same thing. You're getting the same stories. You're not getting twice the news. You, you, you're, you're lucky if you get uh, one one times the news. No, it, it's tough. And as circulation dwindles, you would think the deadlines would be better, that you, that Mike Mulligan would have later to write, rather than, okay, your story needs to be in by halftime. But before the game, what's he going to do? Predict what's going on with the game, like the old days here? Well, then I can remember the days when, you know, you go, there's a Monday night football game and the Bears are losing, 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 and then they rally in in the last minute and a half. And all of a sudden, the guy who thought he had written his story and it was done has to scrap it, not all, but a good portion of it and put a new top on it. Wasn't that like the presidential elections back in the 50s? What, uh, Dewey wins? 48. Before your time. Before before David. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dewey defeats Truman. What a, and then there was the other news yesterday with uh, legendary football player and actor Bubba Smith dying. Yeah, that that was uh, sad. I'm, I'm glad we had him on the show a little while back when we just talked about some of the great Miller uh, commercials that, that he starred in, you know, in the Police Academy movies and all that good stuff. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? No one else had an interview with him recently. I looked, and I, we had the last, I think, interview with Bubba Smith. Wow. Hey, now, he's a Hall of Famer, and you're about to be a Hall of Famer, or at least going to the Hall of Fame. You're going to the Hall of David Spade is going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, ladies going and the, gentlemen. Going to the Hall of Fame dinner tomorrow you, night. You're not being inducted? Not being inducted or Damn. indicted. <laughs> well, that's good. But no, going there, seeing some of the players. I was at the... Uh, Convention yesterday had here in Chicago. They're having over the weekend. The National Sports Collectors Convention, yes. I looked at that stuff. I mean, they're selling stuff for 30000 50000 They have Hall of Fame rings, World Series rings, pictures. So did you use your credit card or your checkbook or both? My wife would have killed me if I would have bought any of the stuff there. But these people are passionate there. You're looking at the stuff. These people are waiting in line for Don Kessinger. It took probably half an hour to get his autograph. Wow. No, it... it I, I love the National Sports Collectors Convention because to me, it's like uh, a sports fan, a sports collector going to the Smithsonian. You see stuff there that you just don't see at everyday card shows. You see stuff, you almost want to bow down to, to some, some of the stuff. Some of the cards are so old and in such phenomenal shape and of such famous players. Uh, you know, I'm not going to spend ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars for any of that stuff, but just to look at that stuff is an incredible experience. Oh no, I mean the stuff you see there. I mean these rings. I'm like, who would pay this for this? But there's people out there that will do it. I remember, remember those Heartland dolls they had in the sure. '60s. Tell you a story. My mom's brother collected them. So growing up in the '70s, I would go to my grandmother's house and I'd be playing with these oh, plastic yeah. things. So she gave them to me. So we moved over forest. I would play with them. I'd have Yogi Berra and the rest of them be playing with them. And all of a sudden, in the mid-80s, those things went nuts. Oh, and yeah. And my mom goes to my uncle here. They're cleaning up the basement. Do you want these? 
he couldn't believe she still hated him. He goes, yeah, he had these things restored. They're going anywhere from minimum 250 up to 1000 Someone told me the most expensive one is Dick Grote because there aren't that many around. It probably wasn't a great demand of Dick Grote the way, the way there might have been for, say, Mickey Mantle or Stan Musial or, or some of the uh, grander players of the baseball world. And we should ask Dick Road if he had any Dick Road Heartland <laughs> statues when he was on. But I'm laughing at these things. And then they had the Lone Ranger with his horse, and I was playing with those because Harlan made those too. Sure. And those are worth 150 Ohio bucks. Silver. And then the Cisco Kid with Poncho. It's Cisco and Poncho. Oh, Cisco. Oh, Poncho. <laughs> I liked it better than the Lone Ranger Poncho at Cisco, but they I don't think good. it's politically correct anymore. Probably not. But, I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, this Internet, you're going to land on your feet quick. Someone's going to grab you up if they're smart, whether it's Chicago now, whether it's the Tribune who should have been at your door yesterday. I don't care if they're smart or not. This is, as long as I land somewhere and it doesn't hurt too much, at the, it'll be interesting to see what the future holds for all of us. And I see Feeder did an article with you, so you go to robertfeeder.com, see that yesterday. Did anyone else call you for interviews? Uh, I think that's been it. But, I mean, it's amazing here what these papers are doing. But, again, like you said, it's all Internet-based now with right. the information and news. And, I mean, with your lineup, I mean, you've inter- interviewed Kornikova. You've interviewed Pamela Anderson. We had Lisa Marie Varen on earlier. Who was your biggest interview to date? Hmm. Probably Anna. And you know you're going to get Anna before the end of the year with the biggest loser. Yeah, I, I don't think she's going to be publicity shy uh Anytime soon. NBC will see to it that, that she's out and about promoting you know, that. Because you know I work with a Russian attorney sure office space, so when she comes, i got to get a picture and blow it up my office because these Russian men will love it. We'll look forward to getting something like that. But we're going to be taking a short break, and then when we come back, we hope to have on six-time All-Star, former Dodge and Oriole Jim Gentile. You're listening to Sports and Torts. I'm David Spiel with Ella Harris. Stay tuned. Oh, 